it could be Skinwalker Ranch because yeah. uh, on the one hand, if you read the old accounts, supposedly they saw a portal open up on Skinwalker Ranch with a Bigfoot humanoid walk out of it. That's wild. Thanks for coming back to Bigfoot Society, your weekly cryptozoology focused podcast where I talk to a different individual in the cryptozoology field, authors, researchers, artists, all sorts of people. If you're listening to this on iTunes, please uh, go ahead, subscribe to this uh, podcast and rate us five stars as it helps us get more into the podcast stratosphere and get uh, better guests on the show. Also, if you're on YouTube, do us a favor to like this video and subscribe to this channel. It doesn't cost a thing and it helps us get out there into the YouTube stratosphere as well. Be sure to leave what your favorite part of the episode was in the comment. Welcome back to another episode of the Bigfoot Society podcast. Uh, this week, I have the privilege of talking to new friend Jack Kirby from Paranormality Magazine. This is a fun interview talking all about what goes on behind the scenes of getting this great magazine out to the public every single month, uh, about working with many different content creators to make it all happen. And uh, we get to talk about some pretty crazy stuff. Jack tells us about what he really feels Bigfoot is, and that just puts us on a tangent uh, that you will not be expecting. This episode that you will not want to miss uh, goes into a lot of places that uh, Bigfoot Society has uh, not gotten down before, rabbit trail-wise. And uh, so just sit back, relax, uh, get something to, uh, to drink or snack or or listen to this on a run if if that's your deal too uh you know who you are and uh have a great time uh, thanks again for listening to this week's episode of bigfoot society with jack kirby from paranormality media slash magazine all right well thanks for coming back to the bigfoot society podcast i've got a new friend with me mr jack kirby from paranormality media or you may have heard of paranormality magazine as well jack how's it going it's going great jeremiah how you doing oh man i'm doing i'm doing good on this kind of stormy midwest day but that's the kind of ones we like um jack let's start out with kind of talking a little bit about who you are for our listeners that might be new to you uh so this is uh this is from your bio here so jack has a love for the 14 uh, especially when it comes to anything alien and time travel. He grew up in a very, very small town with not much to do other than to go hunting for haunted places and searching for cryptids. When Jack was 22, he accidentally bought a haunted building. After selling the building, Jack took a long break from the weird and unknown. In 2018, he started list- uh, listening to some paranormal podcasts, my apologies, which re-inspired his passion for the 14. From there, Jack went on to create Paranormality Media, and this is why I have this in my hands today. Just came I in. I am today, so Jack. glad that. Oh man, it's so good. It is so good. Thank you. I am so glad you got that. It was like the best time, like USPS pulls through um it's 10 times like i knew it was a good i i i've seen parts of it before but man i'm just going to talk about your magazine for a a few minutes if that's all right before we get into questions this thing 
is legit and well put together, my friend. Like, this is amazing. Um, so I used to think that – so if you're listening to the Bigfoot Society podcast, uh, there's a few things you need to definitely be subscribed to. And this uh, Paranormality Magazine is on the list right now. Uh, the other thing was uh, Bigfoot Times from Daniel Perez. That's like a no-brainer if you're a Bigfoot guy or a gal. Uh, but this guy, oh, my goodness. So you're going through – there's all sorts of stuff in this one. And I love how every cover uh, has it's drawn by uh, Mr. Sam Sharon, which is amazing. Um, you've got cryptid stuff in here. You've got amazing articles. You know, my friend uh, Jordan Heath uh, wrote an article about the lizard man escape or swamp. He's from the campfire podcast. It's a great podcast. Uh, we got an article this month about uh, liminal earth guys. And gal, which I'm talking to them later. Those guys are amazing on TikTok. From uh, Nick, uh, the Lenzulia. I, I know I mispronounced that. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, also, I can't forget my good friend uh, Aaron Dees from Hey Strangeness with the the cover article on um, Lyle Blackburn. So good, so well written. Uh, but man, it's not much. You gotta like pick up this magazine. Uh, if you want to keep up to date with what the top podcasts are, there's always a monthly like top 10 paranormal podcast user uh, voted on. So you get to know what's what's the good stuff. I also didn't know you you put a little list in this uh, magazine about like upcoming Bigfoot uh, festivals and paranormal festivals. And that is really cool, man. Do you always do that or? Yeah, that's uh, an every month thing. Oh, man. Uh we want to know. We want to let people know what's going on, dude. I love it. Oh, man. you know, there's really not one single place where you can go to find all these different uh, events. So uh, I actually created a uh, feature on my website where you can do that. You can go in, put all your events in uh, all in one place. So go into the magazine. So cool. So cool. Oh man. So let's start Jack with this. Um, I am so paranoid that I'm going to call you Jake. I'm just going to speak that out into the open, but I'm I'm focusing that I will call you Jack. All right. Hold on. Just... <laughs> all right. I am so sorry. Oh, you're good. You're good, man. For the listeners, uh, Jack is is incognito. He is, uh, he's doing some, he's multitasking right now. He's going to jump back in, uh, for a few minutes, uh, after a few minutes, he's, uh, he's waiting to, to do some stuff, but, uh, we're going to roll with the, the punches on this for sure. Um, I will take a few minutes to talk if there's anyone in the, uh, uh, the Patreon, uh, can watch this live. So they're seeing all the stuff. Uh, no one's watching right now. But uh, if you guys are watching this, make sure you click on the uh, StreamYard link so I can see uh, what your name is. All right. Jack, we're back at it again. How's it going, buddy? It is going good. I am so sorry. I am on my phone, and oh. uh, my wife just tried to call me. Oh, and no it totally sweat. messed up everything, so I'm sorry. Oh, way more important. Believe it or not, you're not the first person – uh, that I've interviewed uh, in a truck before, first being Tate Hieronymus, uh, the 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 world famous Tate Hieronymus, of course. But let's let's talk about. So let's say that I haven't 
I, I haven't heard of Paranormality Media, Paranormality Ma- Magazine. Uh, how do you explain to people what Paranormality Media is? Let's start there. So Paranormality Media is actually the parent company of uh, Paranormality Magazine. But we also have Paranormality Radio, which is a mm. um, uh, a list of just paranormal, cryptid, conspiracy podcasts that you okay. can play right on the uh, right on the website. Mm. Oh, that uh, that's cool, man! This is stuff I I actually know that that's I'm gonna have to, have to go check that out. I love that. That is very very cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Podcasters yeah. can actually go in, uh, put in their podcast. Uh, fill out the information and then they'll uh, get put on the uh, website. That is so, that is so cool. Uh, talking about Paranormality Magazine, what's the, what's the main goal you want to see come across from people that, that read uh, the magazine? What is the main thing that you hope that they take away from reading it? Well, I really hope that they take away the fact that you can get a little bit of everything. So say you're not into cryptids, um, but you're into UFOs. You can get that. You can get ghost stories. You can get a lot of different things. And I think because it was created for for everyone, Mm. um, that's the takeaway. And you always learn something new or there's always something different that someone's talking about. That's awesome. Uh, Jordan Heath actually does this really awesome article every month. Uh, about a different cryptid that you might never have heard of. Which Jordan, my goodness, that's, it's the perfect guy to do it because of the stuff that, you know, he's writing for campfire, uh, their podcast. It's like, I'm just, I'm blown away that you got the, uh, the, the people to, to be involved with this, uh, this magazine that you did was, is there like a story, like, you know, the beginning of the Avengers movies where like, you know, uh, uh, good old Sam Jackson had to go around and gather up all the Avenger team. Did you have to do that? And like, or, uh, did these people come to you? Like, is there a story behind that? So, yeah, there is. Um, I put out some feelers that I was looking for some writers for the magazine to initially interview podcasts. Mm. podcasters because that's how the magazine originally started out was a podcast magazine okay and then it just evolved into what it is now and i was doing some feelers and i I found uh cody turk Mm -hmm. and he was writing for us he still does uh but uh he's the one who actually kind of went in and did the sam jackson thing and got everybody together okay all right all right yeah so it was really cool he introduced me to like because, everybody. Uh, yeah. I'm one. I, I like to put in uh, my different interviews. If it's, if it's a person that makes something or is involved with making something, there's probably people listening that are like, Oh, I've got this idea for a magazine or like a zine or something. Do you have any advice for people that might, you know, be inspired by looking at paranormality magazine and like, things they would want to keep in mind or know as they uh maybe they try to to print their own their own thoughts on the page we'll be right back 
Hey, it's Pat Flynn here, host of the award-winning podcast, The Smart Passive Income Podcast, which was created to help you learn how to become an entrepreneur. And in the simplest way, too. You know, entrepreneurship can be very difficult. I like to simplify things. And I interview people like Josh Hall and Shane and Jocelyn Sams and Maria Fela. Who are they? Well, they're people just like you, people who have taken action after listening to the show and have built a business that has changed their lives. And I'd love to share an episode with you that I think will inspire you to get started, too. Check out the link in the description or go to smartpassiveincome.com slash 122 to get inspired, get what you need to get started, and change your life. You got this, and thank you. So, you know, I, I encourage everybody to just do it. If you want to if you want to start a magazine, you mm. want to start a zine, don't hesitate. Just do it. Okay. Um, like, that's what we did. We just, we had the idea we thought about it we figured out how to do it we did it and we put it out there so just that's how you got to start you just put it out there it might be crap like it might be crap the first time but that's okay because i mean if you look back at ours i don't think ours were ever crap uh but they have seen a very good improvement over the past year and so you're going to grow you're going to grow with your uh, uh audience and mm. so just do it. I love it. I, man, I love it. Like, yeah, you know how it is looking back at your original first uh, creations and you're like, oh, man. And or I know I am, but it sounds like you're, you're much better than me. But uh, <laughs> Bigfoot societies are pretty rough. Um, but I, I love them. I love them for sure. Can you take me behind the scenes of what it takes monthly to get an issue out of this magazine. Oh man. Gotta be it wild. takes, it is, it's wild. Um, so first off, I love my team of writers. Mm. Uh, they are absolutely amazing. They are the ones who put this magazine together. Um, and it's, it is a grueling process. I, I let them, uh, I let them choose their own topics because you know, yeah. Uh, you're not going to want to write something if you don't want to write it. And that's what makes the magazine so interesting. They, they get to write what they want. That's awesome. And so we have a meeting every month and we kind of literally discuss what, what's going into the issue. Okay. Uh, they send it to me and I literally in a matter of four days, put it together about five or six different ways. Wow. And then now, since we've uh, moved on to this uh, print, uh, where we were distributing print editions, right. uh, it, it made it a little, uh, little more stressful this time because we had to get it to print so we could get it to the back by a certain date to put it out. But uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much the month. Oh, man. That's that's. Like, the majority of it happens, you know, other than the writing team, because they're, they're researching, you know, for a while on the stories. But like for the actual putting it together in the magazine, it's done in about four days. Uh, and they're good eight hour days. Wow. So. Oh, man. Are you uh, are you the one who like does all the uh, the layout of the magazine then? Yes. Wow. It looks good, man. Thank you. 
What do you what do you use to uh, to lay that out? What program do you use? Uh, I use InDesign. Okay. Adobe InDesign. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. So, what is uh, we'll we'll talk about it probably at the end too. But what is the what what's the way that people can get Paranormality Magazine? Is it a thing where they have to send away for or you? Can you get it in stores or or what's the the easiest way? The easiest way is uh, you can go to uh, paranormalitymag.com uh, and you can buy it from our online store. There's a digital copy and a print copy available. Um, and then we are in a store. We are in uh, nice. uh, World of Weird in Richwood, West Virginia. I so you can that. go there and get a copy if you're oh, in that area. Man. That's cool. Uh, we are going to be in a few other stores probably here soon so i love it dude is that the dave spinks one yeah okay okay cool cool yeah dave yeah. spinks world of the weird yeah i love it i love it um have there been any interesting things that have come uh out of paranormal paranormality magazine being in existence any interesting uh things that wouldn't have happened oh like so much actually uh i'm trying i'm trying to to lead you into one uh through my mind power but we'll see if <laughs> at the mind waves but i'm curious if you have any other ideas too uh so yeah like if i wouldn't have uh created this magazine and got everybody involved uh i wouldn't have met this great group of people that I know now and I'm still meeting. And this is a wonderful community. Oh, it is. And, you know, we did that. We did an article on, uh, on Jeremiah, actually, if your listeners haven't already seen it a hundred thousand times. For sure. That is my first article, uh, in a, uh, printed magazine, I believe. So you have the, the privilege of, of that. That is the Micah Hanks issue. Uh, from February of 2022. So, yes, and yeah, because I really like what you're doing. I saw your how you're building these communities, and it's amazing. Mm. And I, I really, I really like that, and I like to show that off. I th- thank you, Jack. That 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 means a lot. I I really appreciate that. Um, the the thing that I'm trying to lead you, to, I'm going to lead you to it a little bit. And this is you've you've actually oh. really affected the cryptozoology community through Paranormality magazine and one of uh, your your uh, your writers, uh, Aaron. Uh, there's this whole thing that's come out about the renaming of the Chupacabra. Uh, oh yes, dude, yes. that's that's a big like that could that could have far-reaching effects. Like 50, 60 years down the road, it might be a thing where it's like people will say oh yeah texas terror dog that's that's what it's called been called forever right right like, well we could have right. that you're you're absolutely right yeah aaron aaron came with me to that idea and i was like well let's promote it through the uh, magazine and get that out there for sure and get some reach to it and you know what's really cool is that these people like lyle blackburn and um uh, david weatherly and um uh oh i forget who else I've endorsed that and said, Texas terror dog. Hell yeah. We're using it. <laughs> it's so good, man. It's so good. Oh man. I <laughs> actually, I'm now that you say David Weatherly, I'll, 
I kind of want to check out his uh, when his Texas book comes out, and I wonder if he puts a little mention of it. And that would actually be really cool. We'll see if that. Ooh. happens. But you never know. You never. I know. don't know. It depends on if he's already written it because he did say that's true. That's true. Uh, with his interview with Aaron that he has four books written, just waiting to go out. I hope one of them is the Iowa one for sure. Oh man. Ah, uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Um. Oh, so before we get into the cryptid stuff, uh, I like the part of your bio. It says you're into time travel. Oh, yeah. Okay, so are we talking like, uh, so this will, which 80s movie time travel do you do you associate with best? How about that? That'll tell me a lot. (laughs) Uh, Well, I can tell you, I know every line to Back to the Future. Awesome. Awesome. I can have it on mute and I just know it. That and Ghostbusters. Oh, legit. <laughs> so what, uh, oh, I guess I'm going to ask you, do you think it's a legit thing? Do I do. Actually happen. I, I think we've already done it. Ooh, okay. All right. I think it's happened, you know, within the last five years. Uh, I, I think that we've actually started trying to send people back in time and mm. we've probably accomplished it and failed horribly but yeah i think it's out there and and it's a it's it's a thing man it's it's wild to think about uh and you know we we may we may go on some crazy rabbit trails for a second here but man never know like we're we're doing some wild stuff in this world right now uh who knows the effects of like what cern is doing but dude oh yeah that's just that's just actually starting up today again for like the first time in three years, I think something like that, but you never know. Really? I, I didn't, yeah, I did not know that. Oh yeah. Um, if you were, Oh, how about this? If you were to time travel somewhere, where would you go? Ooh, Can I go into the past and the future or just one? Uh, yeah, you can. Okay. So in the future, I would literally go probably a thousand years from now Ooh. just to see what it was, what, what the world's like. Okay. And then, um, if I could go back in time, Ooh, there is a lot of things I would love to see. Hmm. Um, Mm. If I had to pick, I, I think I would like to see the Gettysburg Address. I, I really think that would be the, the most awesome thing. That would be legit. To have witnessed. That would be legit, man. Uh, what I would do is I would go back uh, with uh, to October twentieth, nineteen sixty-seven. I'd probably bring Tate Hieronymus with me, maybe some other dudes, and we would go to Bluff Creek, California. And a hundred percent, no doubt, we'd go there with a the camera ourselves, and we would be hiding in the bushes, and we would get it. We would see what happened that day in '67 with Patty and Patterson and Bob Gimlin. Not even kidding, I'd do it. Um, there is a question that came in from our mutual friend Jordan Heath, and I want to make sure I get it. This is from Instagram. 
uh, about the magazine. It says, how has your previous business experience helped prepare you for the magazine? That's a good question. Oh, wow. Yeah. So previously, and not a lot of people know this, I, uh, I was, uh, I'm a hairstylist by trade. Okay. Um, so I owned uh, three salons and uh, worked with a lot of, a lot of women, you know, cause it's the hair salon. Sure. That's where they work. So I, I, I really learned how to just be so chill with everything. Just take everything in and, and just have fun with it. Mm. And so that's kind of the idea with, you know, how I go into the magazine and the, and the people, I'm like, I just want to have fun. Um, and that's, I think that's another reason why it's so successful is because it's just fun. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, but being able to just, because you can only imagine working with a bunch of women, uh, you know, pretty much eight hours a day for the whole week and then going home to women. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So you just, <laughs> it was, it was a hard thing. I had to learn how to just like, be like, Oh my God. And just brush it off and be like, I'm just having fun with this. That's right. Yeah. At the end of the day, whatever you're doing, just have fun with it. You know, I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I never would have. I never would have. Uh, that's a great question. Thank you, Jordan, for for putting that in. Yeah. Um, let's go in. So we were talking prior to the start of this that you, you grew up in small town America. Um, do you have any interesting stories about when you were looking uh, for cryptids or being in uh, getting into looking for cryptids, things like that, from uh, from your start there? So, you know, I, I, like I said, we grew up in a very, very small town. It was about 400 people. Wow. Uh, so there really wasn't anything to do. It's not like we had a nightclub or, you know, mm-hmm. anything like that. We didn't even have a general store um, when I was growing up. Uh, so you would either go into the next town, which was about 15 miles away, or you would stay at home. So... Me and some friends, we got to talking and we started talking about paranormal stuff. And then we started talking about cryptid stuff. Mm. And uh, we discovered the giant birds of central Illinois. Yes. And we didn't live, but maybe 45 minutes from uh, Jerseyville. Okay. And that's where the, uh, I forget what Indian tribe it was, but they painted the uh, giant bird. Oh, the pious. Um, yeah. 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 So that legend's been around for so long that the mm-hmm. Indian tribes have seen these giant birds. And then there's been accounts of like a child, I think, uh, saw one fly in his backyard, picked something up and uh, yep. took off with it. Uh, but yeah, so that's the first thing we started doing was we started driving down there, kind of checking out all the legends. Awesome. And we, and I think, honestly, in the back of our minds, we were 17, 18 at the time. Oh, wow. So I think in the, in, the, in the back of our minds, I, I think we were thinking, well, this is a giant bird. How hard can it be to find a giant bird? <laughs> right, yeah. In the, you know? And no, it, it's, we traveled through the woods. We hiked. We found a lot of crazy stuff. Uh, got bit by a couple snakes. Oh, no. Yeah, that that sucked. Um, oh no! 
but yeah, we we were, you know, we, we were looking for giant birds and we never found any, unfortunately. Um, I think if I would have known about hollow earth back then, I would have changed my, uh, thinking on where to look. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Look down in the caves or something like that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's some wild stuff right there, man. Uh, after watching a few movies, uh, uh, caves are not for me. That's that's <laughs> not my thing, dude. You can have all the caves you want, but I'm not going near them. Uh, oof. Freaky stuff, some like Gollum, Gollum stuff, you know. Well, Gollum from Lord of the Rings is fine, but you there's one out there where it's like the Gollum creatures in West Virginia, and it's like, I think it's called The Descent or something. That is not a fun movie. Oh, yeah, my. yeah. Unless you're into it, but um, is there a is there a cryptid right now that you wish more people got hyped up for? You know, I'm after reading Jordan's last article, uh, mm-hmm. or not the one that's in this this month's issue, because uh, we've already got next month's issues out. So that's what I'm thinking about. Oh, nice! But uh, the one in this this issue uh, about the uh, lizard man. Yeah, I, I really want to check that out. Um, so next month, I'm actually going up to uh, Whitbull, uh the for the UFO oh, yeah, convention yeah. or not, or in June. I keep thinking it's May. Well, it's almost May. Uh, but yeah, so we're going up there for that. So I think on the way, I might take a stop in uh, North Carolina to kind of check that out. Mm. That would, so, so I think I think that's something that people should look into, or the lizard people. <laughs> it leads me into the, the lizard man is is a good one. I I also think Squonk needs a little little love as well. He's been crying too much up in Pennsylvania. But I'm I'm uh, does Paranormality Magazine are they making their ways around to the the festivals? Can we see you guys at the different festivals or or what are we thinking about that? Yeah. So June, we're going to be June fourth in uh, Punta Gorda, Florida, okay. for their uh, Southwest Bigfoot Skunk Ape uh, oh, nice. Festival. Um, and then the next next Saturday is the eleventh. That's in uh, uh, Withville, uh, Virginia. Okay. August sixth, we're going to be at Cryptid Bash. Nice, nice. Um. And then, so far, October 14th and 15th, we're in, uh, uh, I think it's Logan, West Virginia, for a convention there. Man, awesome, awesome. When, uh, so people, are you guys going to have, like, uh, swag or, or merch, or is it more like meeting people, or what can people expect when they see you at these things? So, what we're going to do is we're going to have our little magazine racks up. Okay. Uh, so people can come in, check out the magazine. We're going to have back issues there um, for sale. And then we might have T-shirts. But uh, depending nice. on uh, the venue, uh, I know at the uh, Skunk Ape uh, Bigfoot uh, Conference in Florida here, uh, Chaz of the Dead is going to be there with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, he writes for the magazine. Yep. So you'll be able to meet him. Uh, I... And then I know at uh, Cryptid Bash, uh, you'll be able to talk and meet with uh, Aaron, uh, Mr. Sam Sheeran. He's going to be there. That's wild. So you can meet the person who 
creates the covers, the amazing covers, I should say, they blow my mind. They're so every good. Time. They're so good. The one of Lyle I'm looking at right now, it's like it's a picture. It's so well done. So can you get online? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, right now? Check sure. out uh, Parent paranormalitymag.com today i just actually put on the uh uh maze issue that got the cover art up for it so check that out that's that blew my mind i was like that is some amazing creepy creepy work uh here oh wow that is some creepy stuff man you got a little okay so if you want a sneak peek go over to paranormalitymag.com check it out Get ready to be freaked yeah, it, out, though. <laughs> it's our uh, it's our thirteenth issue. Oh man! So yeah, so what we we have a very uh, superstitious based uh, issue this month. Yikes! <laughs> so yeah, instead of the top ten, there's a top thirteen. Oh, the there you 13, go. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's fun. The top thirteen superstitions. I love it. I love it. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, I want to point out that you are doing this. This is because you're you're actually driving right now, right? Yeah, you are doing a fantastic job in this interview for like safety first. But man, like you're you're killing it. Because uh, I would be scatterbrained for sure. Um, so I am uh, curious. Um, do you have any favorite cryptid books from over the years? I always like to ask people like, you know, what's on your bookshelf? Like uh, in, I guess, since you're a paranormal guy, that could be non-cryptid books too, but, but what, what kind of cool stuff do you have on your bookshelf? Oh, so on my bookshelf, um, I have uh, haunted Illinois by uh, Troy mm-hmm. Taylor because I'm from Illinois. Yep. Okay. Uh, he great, great uh, paranormal author. Uh, I really honestly uh, just started buying cryptid books. Okay. Um, so when I was at the uh, Bigfoot conference in Lakeland, I met uh, met up with Lyle. Nice. I picked up uh, I picked up uh, a couple of his books. Started reading those because you know I really wasn't into cryptozoology as much. Okay. Um, and it really since Jordan joined the team and started writing, and it, it's kind of got me thinking. So. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> love it. Love it. So yeah, I've been I've been getting some of those. Uh let's see, who else do I have? Oh, uh uh Mark uh Mankey, uh his Erie, Florida. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Books. Yeah. Books. Good books, dude. Mark is a Mark is a solid dude. He's fun to talk to too, man. He's oh yeah. A fun fun guy to chat with. He's got stories galore. Um He's got an upcoming book that's going to be out in uh, June, and uh, we're doing an article with him. So, oh, cool. yeah, that's going to be pretty cool, dude. I'm loving it. Something, something to look forward for sure. I think it's on uh, like uh, Appalachian stuff, right? Is that yeah, something like that? Yeah, yeah. Yep. It come. Um, let's see. Uh, I do believe it comes out like June twentieth. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we're we're gonna get it in the. Uh, June or July issue. It's July or June 20th. I don't know. Yes. So let's get, let's get into the, we're going to get into the hot seat a little bit. So here we go. We, we made awesome. it halfway through 
and and you're driving safely, but now things are going to heat up. So uh, I like to ask everyone I talk to what they think. What is Bigfoot to them? Bigfoot? Yeah. Oh, I, I love this question. All right. Because it could be anything. So, uh, yeah. No. Uh, so Bigfoot honestly reminds me of Chewbacca. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, and, um, at one point in time, I read something, uh, and I, and it just slips my mind who right now, but they were talking about, uh, George Lucas and star Wars. Mm -hmm. Uh, and he asked the guy, did, uh, did, uh, George Lucas get any of them right? And he's like, yeah, one. Oh no. And it was the Wookiee. No way. Yeah. And so I'm sure you can Google search it. It was, uh, yeah, some guy talking about that and how that. So there's one. actually, um, uh, I have an interview with, uh, oh, dang it. This is terrible. Uh, Jody Cook from, oh, from North yeah. American Dogman Project. And he tells me a story in that interview. I think it's the same one you're talking about because it. I'm going to leave it there because listeners need to check it out, but it has to do with Dogman, the military, and then it gets into wild stuff that has to do with what Jack just said. It's going to blow your mind, but it, that's on YouTube. You can check it out. Um, that also Jody actually did an interview with Aaron. It's uh yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's on the paranormality YouTube. It's some solid interviews. Cause you guys have, um, you guys have like a, a membership thing as well, right? Um, we did, but okay. then we moved it more towards a subscription base for the magazine. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, cool, cool. So yeah, cool. So because you've got Aaron's, Aaron had that interview with Seth Breedlove, which is why, yeah, because he he hears the the tree knock in the interview when Seth is out doing Bigfoot project stuff. It blew my mind. Such a good interview, dude. <laughs> But I'm going to swing around. I'm going to refocus. So, so far, what I have out from you, Jack, is Bigfoot is Chewbacca. Extraterrestrial. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Okay, okay. Just, Bigfoot's an extraterrestrial or right. possibly interterrestrial living in hollow mm -hmm. earth. Oh. I, I don't really think that mo more so than I, I think okay. extraterrestrial more than I do hollow earth. Okay, so extraterrestrial from another planet, intraterrestrial, you're talking about like something inside the Earth. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's that's cool. Both of those, I want to say, are uh, those are, are first times for, for the podcast. So that's pretty awesome, actually, to have that viewpoint. Is there is there any uh, uh, evidence, um, anything you've read that, that led you to, to think of those um, – those positions or, or just kind of a, a feeling as you've gone along that, that you're thinking that's, that's how it is. Well, you know, there's those uh, accounts where the, the footprints just stop ah. where, where do they go? Um, I, and I would assume if a race of people can travel across the galaxy and mm. come to earth to check it out, they'll know how to disguise their uh, spaceship. Uh, right. So 
I mean, who knows? there could have been a door got on the spaceship. They, they could have gotten to a police call box. Who knows? That is true. That's true. Or we're talking, we could be talking, we're going to go, we're going to go rabbit hole style here. So uh, it could be Skinwalker Ranch because yeah. uh, on the one hand, if you read the old accounts, supposedly they saw a portal open up on Skinwalker Ranch with a Bigfoot humanoid walk out of it. That's wild. And if you watch the new TV show uh, that's on, you know, one of the networks, Discovery or History or whatever, uh, they they think that there's like some uh, UFO or something buried in the ground or up on the ridge or something at Skinwalker Ranch. Some wilds I could see, you know, maybe some extraterrestrial or inner earth Bigfoot stuff happening out of there or maybe even Mount Shasta. There's some crazy stuff happening in Mount Shasta. Bigfoot. Yes. Mountain and stuff. UFOs. Who knows? My goodness. Mm. I mean, yeah. Uh, Skinwalker Ranch fascinates me. And if I ever had the chance to buy a piece of property that just touched Skinwalker Ranch, I would. Dude. Oh, I don't know. In a heartbeat. That's. Hmm. Uh, that would be cool, though. Oh, it'd be really cool. But it's like people get messed up physically around there. It's it's almost like a not joking around thing. Right. Yeah. But I think that's only on the property, though. But if you live like Caddy Corner and you like put okay. okay. and you put up, you know, cameras and stuff. Yeah. That's I, I think you'd be OK. Yeah. I mean, I would never go on their property without permission because, oh, you know, sure. I'm yeah. sure they'll shoot you. Um. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I saw the show, and I, I I think there might be something buried under the under the ground there. Yeah, well, at the end of the day, it's private property. You better keep you better keep off of it, or be prepared for consequences. And what those consequences are, who knows? But there's you don't mess. Around private property. I'm kidding. Okay, we're still here. Good. Um, do you have a favorite piece of, of Bigfoot evidence from over the years that you've? I do not. Okay. So, um, I went down to Big Muddy uh, oh, in Illinois yeah. to uh, search for Sasquatch. Oh. And uh, I never really saw anything, but that was before I learned stuff like. They like to go around rivers and lakes and, you know, be around water and yep, yep. Uh, stuff that I just didn't know at the time. So, okay. and then the last time that uh, I'd planned on going was out to Mayaka State Park here in Florida. Okay. Uh, and see if I could search for the Mayaka monster. Okay. But it, uh, it rained like crazy that weekend and the park was flooded. Oh man, let's, let's swing back. That That's very interesting. So at a point in your life, you were looking, you went to look for the big muddy monster. Of course, I believe that's from Murfreesboro, Illinois. Yep. Um, it, yep. The community has really uh, taken, they've really embraced that cryptid, which is awesome. But can you tell me a little bit more about how you were looking around for that cryptid or anything? Uh, any memories you had from that adventure? I mean, <laughs> We were, again, we were like 17, 18. Oh, okay. Okay. And, and we, yeah, we really didn't take it seriously. Mm-hmm. We were just, yeah, young and having fun. And it was, yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, yeah, once I got older and like got into my to my early twenties, and I started actually reading about stuff, like getting in depth. Yeah, that was pretty. So that's interesting. So I are, are we talking? Let, let's do. Uh, we'll we'll keep it vague. But are we talking? Is that nineties? Is that eighties? Two thousands? You can keep it vague, but like I'm just I'm trying to get the history. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, 17, 18 would have been 97, 98. Okay, cool. So we're very yeah. close. We're, we're actually, yeah. impl- we're almost dead on similar. <laughs> um, so now my question is because that is way before the Chad Lewis book. Uh, so how did you, at that point before, you know, pre internet and all that stuff, uh, or the, the crazy internet, how was it that you heard about the big muddy monster at that point in history in uh, the late nineties? So I was never really good at going on to like the internet back then, but my friend was, Ah. and he found these forum boards. Nice. Okay. (laughs) Cause at that point in time, he was way more into it than I was. Yeah. It was one of those things that I thought, Oh, this would be cool. You know, let's let, I'll go with you. If we see something, you know, it's like, you know, the uh, white guy in the, in the movies are like, yeah, uh, I'll totally go into that haunted house right there. <laughs> What's the worst thing? Yeah. <laughs> right. So that, that was me. Uh, but yeah, no, he found some uh, forum boards back then on uh, like an IRC chat. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. That's old school. That's like some X-Files lone gunman stuff, dude. Yes. I mean, he would he would come over to my house and spend like, oh, at least four or five hours just on my computer just looking stuff up wow and then we would go he would do all the research tell me what we were looking for and i'm like okay let's go dude what is he what's he up to today man he i bet he got into some crazy stuff but maybe we can't talk about it but uh <laughs> probably like oh man who knows who knows anyways uh <laughs> do you have any thoughts about dog man not i haven't really done a lot of uh research okay. into dog man to be That's honest right. so yeah that's some that dog man, some weird stuff though. I mean, Oh, that's a, so what is, what is dog man exactly? So it's like, it's... imagine, you know, you know, like the whole werewolf stuff, right? Oh yeah. I, mean, I love like, that's the, that picture, is... that's the picture you got in your head, but he doesn't turn into a human. It's like, he's, he's like a, a bipedal, uh, uh wolf head but super jacked like super muscular it's super bad attitude all the time like he mess you up that's what we're like ah. yeah so like the one of the big legends is in the 1980s in the land between the lakes uh kentucky that area uh there was a family that went out camping and uh they were they were actually attacked and murdered by a dog man in that area. Now this is a thing where like no one can find newspaper reports on it. And uh, so maybe this is just a story that's been passed down, but it has become into a huge legend and you can find many people that, you know, claim to interview witnesses or people that are related to that scenario or people. There's people like Hellbent Holler that actually go out into that area uh, searching for dogmen, find thermal images. It's kind of like, you know, uh, how Bigfoot was huge during finding Bigfoot. It's almost like this is the new uh, big thing 
in a way is like uh, is you know dog man dog man attacks and uh, all that wild stuff so yeah if you want to be that free is, out, check it out <laughs> that is very interesting because that kind of uh goes back to the lizard man mm-hmm. where like creatures like that i feel are some kind of possible genetic mutation gone wrong oh that you know because god knows what our government does but true or or um you had some uh like with the lizard man could be a uh reptilian alien who made it with a human but it went a little feral it went a little weird so i mean yeah i i i think uh i think dog man you know into this but I, i think stuff like that is more uh created in in lab mm. that's yeah part of me is like i hope that none of that stuff is real but you know the chance is true yeah weird being real is so like there's got to be some some of that stuff has got to be real it just well you know we have so many people's accounts of so many different you know, sightings of the same thing, there's no way that it's fake. Exactly. I mean, there's got to be some proof to it. All the Bigfoot reports, all the UFO reports, like, it's just, it's crazy, man. Oh, I know. Like, so, do I believe Bigfoot is real? Yeah, that's probably one of the cryptids that I absolutely 100% believe is real. I was going to ask Because there's been, yeah, there's been so many sightings so many different uh, variations. And if you think of it as an alien race, okay, um, mm-hmm. I, you have uh, picture humans. There's, we have different races, different uh, skin colors, different you know, sizes, different fat. Exactly. Yeah. Bigfoot has the same thing. Mm. Sasquatch is the same. I mean, you have this skunk ape. It's a little different than these you know, uh, the Yeti than these, uh, uh, Northeastern Sasquatch. Exactly. So to flip it, is there a cryptid that you feel is definitely the chances are probably pretty low of it being really super real. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. Um, one that's like, ah, uh, that just feels a little bit too, uh, too out there. Ah, I don't. I don't really know. I mean, that's yeah. That's a. I don't know enough about cryptids to really know that I, I would. I would absolutely say for a hundred percent sure that's not. That's not real. I'll share the one that I always think of. Is uh, <clears throat> is that thing the rake one? Oh, oh, part yeah, of that is like. I know it because it's just a creepy pasta from the internet, but it's like it's cu- over the years. It's it's made it's a legend, and it's like you know come to life pretty much. But it's like I really hope it's not real because I don't want th- in the national parks like that's the story. In the national parks, you have all these things running around, and that's why people disappear. I really don't want that to be real because my goodness, no, yeah, wild enough without that stuff, but. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Oh man, super, super crazy. Last question I want to ask you in the in the uh, main show is 
thinking over all the issues that you've done, um, is there a, an article or something that like really stands out to you? That's like, Oh, that was just like so amazing. And I'm, it, it makes me putting the magazine together worth it that this is out in the world. Like something that's like, Oh man, that that's like my baby, you know? So one, so basically you're asking me to choose one article or the magazine. That's yeah. I got you. Maybe not. Yeah, no, but no, there are a lot. Of, so the topics that I, I enjoy the most though, are the UFO. So I would say, wow. you know, Chaz, Chaz reaches me in a way that, you know, I, I, I like that, that kind of stuff. So, mm -hmm. whereas I find Jordan's articles very, very intriguing and interesting mm -hmm. and, and, you know, and then, then all the interviews, I, I just, I love to learn about these people. So, so good. So good. Uh, and the great thing uh, about this magazine is you can come at the, you can come at the magazine from a different, I want to say there's different facets of paranormal and you can learn something uh, about the different, you know, like, let's say you're into cryptids. Uh, you don't really know UFOs you read this magazine and you can learn something about the other guys or gals that you might not know because you're always reading Bigfoot books, but like you read this magazine, you're going to learn about UFOs, about cryptids, about uh, all sorts of weird stuff about ghosts, you know? Uh, so that is another great reason uh, to definitely pick up the paranormality magazine. But I just wanted to say, Jack, thank you so much for, for coming on. You are going to stay on a, uh, for the, you know, we do an after show with the, the Patreon members, um, patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot society. And, uh, we're going to talk about some other stuff. So, uh, Jack, uh, uh, I want you to be prepared. I'm going to ask you, there's going to be the crazy question. It's going to be like owning the haunted house when you were 22. I want to get oh, that yeah. in the after after show you know what i'm saying so oh we're yeah not that and some some good stuff but uh jack uh do you mind running through again for the listeners how they can keep up to date best with uh the you know the magazine how they can get a copy for themselves and all that good stuff so the main social media i'm on right now and it's because i'm horrible to social media i really am <laughs> um and, and that's instagram uh and i and it's linked to my facebook so i guess you can do the message from facebook and it transfers over i guess but Instagram is honestly where, where you can find me. Um, and then to pick up a copy of the magazine or just read some other cool articles that we post on our uh, website, uh, go to paranormalitymag.com. Nice. Nice. And uh, you guys have some, you got some solid shirts. Like you had the, the Jonathan Dodge shirt was pretty awesome. With and Yeah, we have the Jonathan Dodd and then we have this one right here. It's the uh, idle hands. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we have those online too for sale. They're yes. uh, fifteen bucks each. Heck yes! So, thank you again, Jack, for coming on. Uh, guys, head on out to the internet land and pick up a copy of Paranormality magazine because, at the end of the day, it's cool to be able to hold something in your hands that has that talks about stuff that you love, and like. I mean, there's an ad for Cryptid Bash in there as well, which is like so cool to see it in uh, something that you can hold and not just like in your phone, right? So I dig that. So, 
I will tell you something about that. Oh, heck uh, yes. that the, the issue that you're holding yeah. has the uh, uh, first poster. The issue yeah. that's coming out is going to have the second poster. Nice. Oh, so, nice. and then uh, uh, the next issue will have the third. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you have a little collector's item there. I love that. I love it. Oh, man. Thank you so much, Jack, for coming on. Uh, and have a good night. And uh, thank you for listening, all. Thanks for listening to the Bigfoot Society podcast. Please take a few minutes to review the show on iTunes five stars as it does help us get into the eyes and ears of more listeners on iTunes. Uh, That will help us just get bigger and bigger and get even better quality guests for future shows. Uh, Also, if you have any Bigfoot encounters or cryptid encounters, please send your stories and Uh, audio and photos whatever you've got over to bigfootsociety at gmail.com if you'd like to become more involved with Bigfoot Society and get some extra content we do have a Patreon uh, where you can get all sorts of cool things for example for $7 a month you get extra Bigfoot Society content uh, usually interviews but other things as well you get a sweet membership card and a vinyl sticker that I sent you in the mail You get access to the Bigfoot Society After Show, which is an extra interview after the main interview with the weekly guest. And usually they are up for uh, Patreon members to be in that extra show segment with them and me. And you get to ask your uh, question live to them and get an answer from the guest, which as you've seen what guests we've had in the past, this could be a really big deal. There's also a private Discord where you can get involved with uh, talking to me one-on-one and the community there, and that's always a great time. You can find the Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot Society. Uh, we're very thankful for all our supporters that we have in so many different ways and appreciate uh, all our listeners coming back week after week to listen to more cryptozoology-based interviews. Uh, Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. The views and opinions expressed are those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Bigfoot Society. Any content provided by our guests are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone.